Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 2, Text Number 50 Labdako vipine kaschit pakshinam nimito antaka vithacha jalang viridhe tatra tatra parobhayan rupdako vipine kaschit Pakshinam Nirmaton Takaha Vitatya Jhalam Vidadhe Tatra Tatra Palobdhayan Rubtako Vipane Kushchit Pakshinam Nirmaton Takaha Vitatya Jhalam Viradhe Tatra Tatra Palabdayan Lubtako Vipane Kaschit Pakshinam Nimiton Takaha Vitatya Jhalam Viradhe Tatra Tatra Palabdayan
Rubdaka, Hunter, Vipene, in the forest, Kaschit, Sam, Paksinam, of birds, Nirmitaha, appointed, Antaka, killer, Vitatya, spreading, Jalam, a net, Viradhe, captured, Tatra Tatra, here and there, Parobdhayan, luring with food. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shila Prabhupada. There was once a hunter who lured birds with food and, and, and captured them after spreading a net. He lived as if appointed by death personified as the killer of the birds. Purport. This is another incident from the histories. And that's the end of the purport. So we're going to continue. Kulinga mithunam tatra vicharat samadrishchita thayo kulingi sahasa lubdhakena parobhita While wandering in the forest, the hunter saw a pair of kulinga birds. Of the two, the female was captivated by the hunter's lure. Sasajata chichastanchyam mahisya kala yantrita kulingastang tatapanang niriksya vrsa dukitaha snehad akapa kripana kripanam paryadevatyat. O queens of Suyagya, the male kulinga bird, seeing his wife put into the greatest danger in the grip of providence, became very unhappy. Because of affection, the poor bird, being unable to release her, began to lament for his wife. Aho akuruno deva striya karuneya vibhu kripanamam anosantya dinaya kem karishyati Alas, how merciless is providence. My wife, unable to be helped by anyone, is in such an awkward position and lamenting for me. What will providence gain by taking away this poor bird? What will be the profit? Kamang nayatu mang mamdeva kem avan nat Anohipe Dinena Zivatadu Kung Anena Vidarayusa. If unkind providence takes away my wife, who is half my body, why should he not take me also? What is the use of my living with half of my body, bereaved by loss of my wife? What shall I gain? in this way. This text 55. There's a purport on this one. Katang Tvayagta Paksangstang 
Matur Hinan Vibharyaham Manda Bhagya Patikshante Nid Nidheme Matarang Praja Translation The unfortunate baby birds bereft of their mother are waiting in the nest for her to feed them. They are still very small and have not yet grown their wings. How shall I be able to maintain them? Purport. The bird is lamenting for the mother of his children because the mother naturally maintains and cares for the children. Yamaraj, however, in the guise of a small boy, has already explained that although his mother left him uncared for and wandering in the forest, the tigers and other ferocious animals had not eaten him. The real fact is that if the Supreme Personality of Godhead protects one, even though one be motherless and fatherless, one can be maintained by the goodwill of the Lord. Otherwise, if the Supreme Lord does not give one protection, one must suffer in spite of the presence of his father and mother. Another example is that sometimes a patient dies in spite of, good, of a good physician and good medicine. Thus, without the protection of the Lord, one cannot live with or without parents. Another point in this verse is that fathers and mothers have protective feelings for their children, even in bird and beast society, not to speak of human society. Kali Yuga, however, is so degraded that a father and mother even kill their children in the womb on the plea of their scientific knowledge that within the womb the child has no life. Prestigious medical practitioners give this opinion <clears throat> And therefore the father and mother of this day kill their children within the womb. How degraded human society has become. Their scientific knowledge is so advanced that they think that within the egg and the embryo there is no life. Now these so-called scientists are receiving Nobel Prizes for advancing the theory of chemical evolution. But if chemical combinations are the source of life, why don't the scientists manufacture something like an egg through chemistry and put it in an incubator so that the, so the chicken will come out? What is their answer? With their scientific knowledge, they are unable to create even an egg. Such scientists are described in Bhagavad Gita as Mahayapatagyan. Fools whose real knowledge has been taken away. They are not men of knowledge but they pose as scientists and philosophers, although their knowledge, although their so-called theoretical knowledge cannot produce practical results. Om Jnanatamanandasya Jnananjana Sadakaya Chakshrimalitam Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Nama Mukham Kurtavachalang Pangun Langhayate Gurim Yat Kripa Taraham Mande Shikarum dinataranam vanchakapotubhyascha kripasindudyevacha patitanam pavanibhya vaishnavebhyo namonama Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada Nityananda Shirvetikaradhar Shivasati Gaur Bhaktivinda 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Prabhupada was once speaking about this Kalinga bird. He said his the male and the female, the mother and father, had gone off looking for food for the babies. And when they returned, they found that the baby birds had been captured. So the mother, she was in complete distress and anxiety, so she flew in to try to help her babies, but was also caught in the net. So then the husband, he's looking, saying, oh, this is horrible. My wife, my children have been captured in this net. They're going to die soon. How horrible. It's providence. But if I also go in, I'll also die. So better I take sannyas. <laughs> so he took sannyas. <laughs> Flew off. So Prabhupada explained that a, that a human being, also animals, we want to avoid death. Nobody wants to die unless someone is suffering so much they prefer, prefer that over living. But generally people want to live a long life. Prabhupada actually once said that devotees, they should... Try to live long lives because you need a lot of purification. He said, once he said that cleansing my heart's disciples is like cleansing coal. <laughs> you can't clean coal. It's just black through in and through out. It's so dirty. So we have a lot of work ahead of us. So yeah, we should try to live long lives and in this life try to take shelter of Krishna as much as possible. I was reading yesterday an interesting statement. Prabhupada said that we could train ourselves to live in a spiritual body in this life. It's just a matter of training. If we're always connected to Krishna, then we're in the spiritual nature. But if we decide to go out of that spiritual nature and enter into the maya nature, then, we, then we're uh, holding off on getting our spiritual body. Iha yasya hariyadase karmana manasagira nikila sapivasasu jivan muktam sujjate that anybody who utilizes their mind, body, and words in the service of Krishna uh, is liberated even within this very lifetime. So, what we're doing now is we're preparing uh, for our spiritual body. Kind of inconceivable. <laughs> because in our present condition, our condition situation, it's hard to even imagine 
have any spiritual body. But it's there, dormant. And by this chanting of Hare Krishna, by this hearing from the Vedic literatures, this spiritual body can be reawoken. It's possible. It's there. We just have to take this process very, very seriously. And then we'll be able to overcome this uh, misery of the material world, death, old age, disease, birth, these uh, miseries of material existence, they can be avoided. Mm. And Srila Prabhupada, he mentions here in the purport that it's natural that the father and the mother, they want to protect their children and the children, they feel safety in the presence of their parents. But now Kali Yuga has become so degraded that mother and father are killing their own children. In America, there's about two million abortions a year. And believe it or not, in the land of Dharma, India, about seven million a year abortions and probably in the world I don't know maybe 20 million so uh, it's horrible people just lost all common sense yeah. so foolish and Srila Prabhupada he was speaking about this and he said these people that are doing this abortion they will not see the light of day for millions of lifetimes. They will also be aborted. He was speaking about this very heavily. It was on one, one morning walk about the, the sin of abortion. And then one devotee mentioned that there was one person, he was famous, but he claimed to be an incarnation of God. And this devotee mentioned to Prabhupada that Prabhupada, this person's mother has rejected him. And Prabhupada said, she should have rejected him in the womb. <laughs> so there is some concession for abortion <laughs> in certain cases. There's some people that are just so demoniac. Of course, you don't know who <laughs> until they get older. But in general, it's a very, very sinful activity. Just like imagine some devotee here, he rents an apartment in one of these apartment buildings. So he's, he's, he's paid all the Lakshmi needed to enter the apartment. So he goes to enter his apartment and someone's there stopping him from going into his apartment. And the devotee says, excuse me, uh, I'd like to get into my apartment. And the person said, no, you can't go in. This is my apartment. Sorry, I'm not going to let you in. So he goes to the temple commander, Savas, and says, hey, this person's here. He's not letting me in. So Savas goes over, hey, you got to move. You know, This is his apartment. He's got to... I'm not letting him in. <laughs> so the next step, then you call the police. right? Because it's illegal. Someone has paid for that apartment. 
and someone's stopping you from entering into it, then it's illegal. And eventually, you know, the police will come and say, you know, get out of the way, you know, this person's apartment. No, I'm not moving. The next step is going to take him to jail because it's illegal. So everybody has paid their karma to enter into a certain womb. And if uh, they're stopped from entering into that womb, then it's illegal. And the perpetrators, they're going to be punished very heavily for this very heavy sinful activity. So, uh, of course, people are very ignorant. It's like Prabhupada mentions here. They don't know that there's a soul within the body. People are so ignorant. And therefore, they think it's okay. Even great scholars, Professor Kotowski in Russia, he was very aware of the Vedic literatures, had so much information of uh, the Vedas and Puranas Itihases. He said, Prabhupada, after this life, everything is over, finished. Prabhupada was shocked. Here's a person who has so much knowledge, so much information he's gotten from the Vedic literatures. He's so foolish. Still, he also, everything is finished. The end of this body, it's over. So what to speak of the common, common person. So therefore, this mission of Krishna consciousness is we're trying to enlighten people about the nature of spirit, of who they are. When I go on book distribution, I was just in Dallas distributing books. We're going door to door. And uh, we went to one house and on the lawn there was a plaque that said, the Episcopalian house. I thought, oh, yeah, anyway, let's give it a try anyway. <laughs> so we went to the door, no answer. So we walked away, and as we're walking away, we hear two girls say, hello, hello, come back. <laughs> so we went back, and then the father shows up, showing the book. So my opening line was, I'm a traveling monk on a mission to increase wisdom in Dallas. He said, oh, it's a big challenge. <laughs> so I showed him the Bhagavad Gita. And he said, yes, this is very interesting. And how much do you want? I said, whatever God inspires you to give. I said, okay. Can I have two? <laughs> so he was a priest. Or something. Took two Bhagavad Gita. He gave a very nice donation. But this is the mission of the Krishna Consciousness Movement. We're trying to increase wisdom. Just like all of us, we had very little knowledge of the soul, of God, or what is right, what is wrong. But now we know so much by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada, just like this morning, we Srivas was reading how there's two types of devotees. There's the Gosti Anandi, and there's the Bhajananandi. In Vrindavan, there's many uh, Bhajananandis. And some of them were also kind of trying to encourage Prabhupada. Stay in Vrindavan. Why are you going to the West? Yeah. You're not even supposed to cross the ocean. Sannyasi. It's one of the uh, 
yeah, one of the rules. <laughs> and even uh, Samati Maharaji trying to, to discourage him from going to the West. But Prabhupada, he, his pleasure was in giving Krishna consciousness to others. Gosti Anandi. And Bhajan Anandi, they're interested in getting you know, their own satisfaction, their own pleasure. Bhajan. Just like we have these kirtan melas now. Big kirtan melas all over the world. 12-hour kirtans. 24-hour kirtans. It's nice. <clears throat> but the cherry on the top of these kirtan melas would be to go out and have Harinam to the public and distribute books. Because this is what, this is Prabhupada's big interest. It'd be interesting to hear what Prabhupada would say about these kirtan melas. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. They're doing kirtan. But Prabhupada, his main thing was to give to give Krishna to others, to increase the wisdom of the world. Because this is the main lack. People are dull. Kali Yuga. Such a degraded age. Very difficult <clears throat> to advance in spiritual life. But by the mercy of the pure devotee, it is possible possible to advance in Krishna consciousness, it's possible to control our senses. Prabhupada under Saraswati, he says, Kala Kalir Balina Indriya Vairi Varga Sri Bhakti Margaya Kantakakoti Rudha. He says, in this age of Kali, the senses are very powerful. Paladananda Swami, the Minister of Sannyas recently posted that 87 of our sannyasis have given up the order of sannyas. We don't have a, a good record. Still a hundred have been able to stick it out, so could be worse. It was very difficult. Therefore, that one of the injunctions in the age of Kali: don't take sannyas. <laughs> it's very difficult. But Prabhupada, he gave sannyas to so many, considering it to be an emergency. And many of them that he gave sannyas to are still uh, strictly practicing and spreading Krishna consciousness around the world. So it did work to some degree. So then, Prabhupada and the Saraswati goes on to say that in this age of Kali, the process but the path of bhakti is spiked by millions of thorny obstacles. Not hundreds, not thousands, millions of thorny obstacles. So you might be wondering why I'm not advancing. Well, <laughs> it's Kali Yuga. Very difficult to advance in this age. But we have a special handicap. Kaleo Doshnid He Rajan Asti Heka Mahajan Kirtanadeva Krishna Smutta Sangha Purambhajata. Simply by chanting this Hare Krishna mantra, we can become completely purified. 
and develop our love for Krishna, get our spiritual body, and go back to Godhead. It's possible. And Krishna, he says in the, in the Gita, Machchita Sarvadogani Mapsharat Rishasi Atachatung Hankarna Sochiti Vinokshasi. That if you become conscious of me, you'll cross over all the obstacles that come before you on this path of bhakti. If, however, you act out of false ego and you don't hear me, then you'll be lost. So it's a very easy process, actually. Think about it. Very easy. Just chant Hare Krishna. Don't forget Krishna. Always remember Krishna. Don't forget Krishna. Very easy. But we make it complex. Very easy for those who are not complicated, simple. But if, we, if we're too complex, we make it difficult. Prabhupada said that my disciples, they have two diseases. One is they like to change things. They get too complex. Well, let's, let's change it, you know. Make it better. Like we know better than Prabhupada. And the other disease, not enough afraid of Maya. So a devotee is fearless, but a devotee is very fearful of Maya. <laughs> so we should have a firm fear of the illusory energy. Very powerful. Maya is so powerful. Inconceivably powerful. But Krishna is more powerful. So we take shelter of Krishna, no problem. Just like a child takes shelter of the father. Prabhupada used to say that one time he was on a train and the conductor of the train, he got Prabhupada's ticket and then the conductor said to the child, then, where is your ticket? So the little child immediately grabbed Prabhupada's leg, took shelter of Prabhupada, knowing there's no problem. I have my father here. So it's like that. Yeah. You want to go to the spiritual world? Or where's your ticket? And then we hold on to Prabhupada's feet. This is our ticket. The feet of Srila Prabhupada. <laughs> So, on that note, is there any question or comment? Yes. Is the microphone available? Thank you, Prabhu, for your class. Thank you. Um, my question is related to what you said about abortion. Um, because most of the population in in uh, Kali Yoga, they are they're like uh, from the lust between men and women, and for those aborted uh, babies, uh, I, I guess most of the majority of them is because they are they are um, how to say moved by lust. Yes, and um, so isn't it um, would be better that they they are not born so that it will not give more burden to the society and also because Krishna essentially controls everything because they are aboard that means Krishna sanctioned that they that they that they're aboard. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it was due to their karma or something. Mm-hmm. Can you make a comment? Very good question. Well, Srila Prabhupada spoke on this also. He said they're, they're, they're moved by lust. So the solution to this problem of abortion is to follow the four regular principles. <laughs> of course, that's difficult. But this is, this is the real contraceptive method. That people become devotees of Krishna, then they can control their senses and not be controlled by this great enemy. Uh, in the Gita, Krishna, he says that this is the... the the greatest enemy of the living entity is lust. So everybody is bewildered, controlled by this great enemy. So, of course, small chance that people will be able to, that large, large numbers of people will be able to do that. But still, it's a, it's a sinful activity. And as you said, Krishna is in control. So people that are being aborted well, they may have been performing abortions in the past, so now it's happening to them. So it's, it's coming back to them. But even with that being the case, a devotee is compassionate. Just like a doctor may be treating a patient that has lung cancer. So the doctor goes and, you know, he's speaking to this patient so he asked him, so do you smoke? And the patient says, well, yeah, 45 years. So the doctor says, well, you idiot, what do you expect? You know, I'm not going to treat you. So, no. Still the doctor will treat the patient, right? Even though he's so stupid. Smoking cigarettes for 45 years. But still the doctor will treat him out of compassion. Well, some money also, but... (laughs) So a devotee is compassionate, even though, just like so many cows are being killed. So they also may have been cow killers in their past life, right? So they're just getting what they deserve, right? But no, still we want to protect cows because Krishna likes cows. And Krishna doesn't like this abortion so we don't like it as well. We're uh, trying to be of the same, uh, have the same desires as Krishna. So Krishna doesn't like cow killing, doesn't like abortion. So therefore, we are also against this. Is that okay? okay. Yes, Sachi Tanoi Prabhu. The microphone is just now coming. Thank you, Boo. Um, I want to make a comment and I want your opinion on this. You just mentioned that in the scriptures it says that sannyas, we know that sannyas is forbidden according to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I think in the Chaitanya Charitamrita is mentioned. And when Srila Prabhupada did that, we honor whatever Prabhupada did and we respect because of the need of preaching. But due to the circumstances in our present situation, we have seen that 
the position of sannyas is very, very, very important, and it can cause, you know, like the inspiration of thousands of people if it's a good sannyas, or it can also be the others, the other, the reverse. So due to those circumstances, uh, I think now 40 years is the minimum, right? Is that what it is? 50. 50 minimum. Anyway, something like that. 45. Do you so, remember Savas? Was it 40 or 50? 40, 40? 45. 45. Okay. So I was just thinking, what is the need or the emergency or urgency of someone or pushing someone to such a risk if they give him 20 years, you, let's say I'm 40 and I say I want to be a sannyas, okay, we'll give you 20 years. You prove yourself you're going to act as a sannyas for 20 years. Then, after 20 years, we'll give you sannyas. Hmm. What, what's the harm? I mean, you know, like we've seen, you can, you can do exactly as the same thing as a sannyas is doing. Why do you want the, the dandan, the closing, the official thing? You're going to be acting just as much or maybe even more. What's your opinion in that? Well, we can submit that proposal to the GBC. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting that Pladananda Swami, he has this waiting list, you know, five years. And he said about half the people that, that get on the waiting list, they get off the waiting list. They decide, no, better not. So it's just one. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that means I guess some of them can you can get on at your when you're 38, and then by the time I think it, you can by your 43. I think it's even. I think it's you could, you could get on, but it has to be you have to be over 40 to get the sannyas to actually get the sannyas. Yes. Just for balance, we shouldn't just pick on sannyasis. Everybody that becomes a disciple, you know, makes vows. It's not only sannyasis who fall from their vows. Mm -hmm. And anybody who falls from their vows can have negative repercussions. That's Somebody right. who's been brahmachari for 20 years, if they go back on their vows, they can have heavy repercussions. Somebody who's a grihasta. Our society is run mostly by grihastas. And we've seen the havoc that that can cause when a grihasta falls down. So not just to pick on the sannyasis. The point is, when you're given an opportunity to take any kind of initiation and take vows, it's a very serious thing for everyone. So we shouldn't just pick on the sannyasis. That, oh, sannyasis, out of 100, and you say, oh, out of 200, almost, almost half, more than half fell down. But look at the <laughs> general. Probably initiated more than 5,000 disciples, and the, I would say the majority of them didn't maintain their vows. And it had heavy repercussions. So every one of us needs to look at ourselves and see, am I maintaining whatever ashram I'm in properly? Am I following the vows that I took? before we just pick on the sannyasis. Mm. Yeah, when we take initiation, we're vowing to follow the four regular principles. And Prabhupada said, only a, 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 someone who is not a gentleman will break those vows. If you're a gentleman, then you'll follow them. Otherwise, you're not even a gentleman if you, if you break the promises that you make to your spiritual master and to Krishna. So yeah, and that's, that's grihasta. If we follow... If the householders follow the the promises that they've made to the spiritual master, otherwise it's a grihamedi. In other words, their intelligence is, is in the senses. Grihasta means their intelligence is fixed in the service of Krishna, 
And grihameri means their intelligence is fixed in, in pleasing the senses. So, yeah, that's a good point that he made, that everybody has to follow the regulative principles, not just the sannyasis. Yes. Yeah, the sannyasis, they, they, some of them had very big uh, positions and many followers, thousands of followers, and they fall, that's a big, that, that really, you know, that affects the society. But also, grihastas fall down, also it affects the society, not as, as on, on a high level, but also it affects the society. So, we all have to Pray to Krishna for strength to keep our promises made to our spiritual master and to Krishna. Anything else? Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.